the more you actually are aware of and notice and appreciate in your life, the more of your life you're spending noticing the things that make your life great. Therefore, you're spending more time thinking about positive things. And that's how you make that transition from being a glass half empty person to a glass half full person. Team optimism. What are your Thanksgiving plans? What, what are you doing? What? I'm making two pies and some vegetables and I'm bringing them to my sister's house and we're going to have Thanksgiving with her family, their three kids, their neighbors, and my mom and dad and me. That's the plan. That sounds lovely. Is this a typical Thanksgiving or is this a new thing? Uh, it's typical in that it's always chaotic and there's never a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. What about you? Uh, being jealous that I don't get to eat your food because I'm sure you're cooking something amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to my grandma's. We do a big Thanksgiving gathering with basically all of the extended family, like 70 of us. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. No way. What what does that entail? Like distant cousins and their distant yes, kids? Like my long lost cousins that I don't even know their names. And <laughs> long lost are hilarious way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's always good to see faces, um, new faces. You never know because people always like end up marrying somebody or bringing a friend or a girlfriend yeah. or a boyfriend. And you get to meet a lot of cool people. And then everybody's relatively good cook so get to enjoy some good food too at the same time yeah oh that's a huge plus and this is the first time i'm getting to do it in like three or four years because i typically live away from my hometown and Mm -hmm. i don't typically fly in for thanksgiving because i fly in for christmas and i don't want to do both so usually i'm alone or with friends on thanksgiving the past few years so i really appreciate being able to be with my parents especially and um and of course my broader family yeah i've done my fair share of friendsgiving as well in tokyo and oh yeah i'd imagine in the uk <laughs> which i always think are fun because it's kind of a different vibe and like everybody there doesn't have their family either so you all just bring your potluck and it's crazy especially when people are from different like backgrounds and they have different styles of cooking and cuisine it kind of makes it exciting yeah but... that sounds very exciting what has been your favorite thanksgiving and why do you have one yeah, I don't know if I want to put my finger on it, a, a favorite, but one memorable yeah. one was um, there were these, there's this couple in Norway and the uh, girl is from DC. Yeah. And her husband's from Oslo. And so we kind of had the reverse because nice. my girlfriend's from Oslo and I from Utah. So we had this nice little mingling of Norwegian American back and forth and they just made the most amazing array of dishes. Like there, there were probably like, I don't know, 10 dishes on each course. And there were four courses and we just, there was like six or seven of us in this private little gathering friends giving in their apartment. And it was just nice vibes. And then we like had hilarious chats. And I remember I told some story about carrots, which I have no idea what, what I was on about now. I, I don't remember what it was about, but 
that's the funny thing about memory, right? You just pull on these little yeah. tiny details and I have no idea why, but it was very memorable. And I, I enjoyed the food. We had good conversation and it was just kind of a, a sea away from the sea, a home away from home, whatever it is. See yeah. around people of mixing cultures, but having multiple of both is, is kind of fun. I can imagine. I Now that you're saying that, I realize I have no idea what Norwegian cuisine is like. So I'm very excited to be exposed to that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, well, I think it's very good, except for some of the traditional like Christmas stuff, oh, which is just, yeah. <laughs> like meat and endless fat. Like it's just the fattiest oh, bits. I didn't of realize this. I, I would imagine no. it was going to be like super healthy. Well, the other parts are where they're like root vegetables, traditional root vegetables into mash, and and like there's some other good stuff, but it's a mixed bag. <laughs> there's some weird, there's some really weird things that you don't expect. I mean, the lutefisk is, I think that's from Sweden, but there's like a, a Norwegian version as well of this like dry right. fermented fish. Anyway. Gratitude. Let's talk about gratitude. <laughs> yeah, let's jump into it. Um, thank you for going down that route. Um, I guess I can start with what is gratitude. Um, obviously, like tis the season, it's Thanksgiving around this time. So we want to chat gratitude with everybody, what it means to us, um, how we cultivate it, why we think that's important. There's a lot to chat about gratitude, but I don't think it'll be too long of an episode. Um, what do you think gratitude is for you? I was thinking about this and I actually kind of, I think it would be more interesting to frame it outside of the textbook idea of what gratitude is that we normally think about. And I wanted to kind of analyze it from a psychoanalysis point of view. So I was thinking, why is it important to remember and be aware of gratitude rather than what's like the response that we just normally have about things we should be grateful for? Like we're privileged or we are in this situation or that. And my conclusion that I ran through after this thought experiment was we have gratitude for our mindset. So for me, that means I'm grateful that I am in a place from sculpting my everyday thoughts, that they are now happier and that I have a perspective in the world that lets me enjoy life in a positive way it makes me happier more often and i'm optimistic so gratitude to me is optimism and it is a positive mindset and that's almost just like an emergent property of being grateful for all the other things in life you could say mm. um, but i think it's important to acknowledge that because we could be super rich or we could be living in a like very put together house in the middle of the rainforest without any money. And maybe we'd be happier and more grateful in the rainforest situation just because our mindset would be in a better place and we would have more optimism for life and we'd probably be sharing life with other people in a, in a better way. So gratefulness for me is having the perspective to utilize that in your everyday life. So that's my answer. I like that. And I relate a lot. I really appreciate how you create this distinction towards it being more of a way of being, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to just something that you do once a year on Thanksgiving. It's way more than that. It's like an emotion that you feel. You can feel grateful, thankful, but it's also a practice 
it's a way of being and you can do this more i'm guessing it becomes a bit easier to do from like a natural state the more you do it intentionally but there is a curve where you have to be very intentional and deliberate about being more grateful about things at least to start would you would that be accurate yeah there's in fact there's a good example of a study done about this or sorry to bring that up it's such an episode but um yeah <laughs> kind of, it good. touches on the on the fact that there needs to be genuine like reception of the gratitude from one party or the other in order for you to really fully uh get the benefits from that gratitude so just writing down things you're grateful for like barely moves the needle versus if you interact with someone or you do something for someone or someone does something for you and there's true gratitude after that interaction and, and feeling that full interaction is actually what gives you the the real richness and the mental bonus and fortitude and happiness from it so that's kind of one distinction i would say is yes you can practice those steps like you're talking about you can practice being grateful but it's not enough to just write stuff down or to just like monotonously go through things you're grateful for like you literally have to have a deeper practice and i think that mindset comes in as well because you have a relationship with yourself you can actually be grateful to yourself you know as snoop dogg says you know i want to thank me for working hard i want to thank me for doing all this hard work i love it. I love that. it's the greatest thing <laughs> yes absolutely how do you go from having this standard surface based practice of writing things down which is where most people are going to start with cultivating gratitude in their lives how do you go from that to this more experiential deeper path do nice things for people <laughs> that's a big one yeah that is like, huge don't expect to get gratitude i think that's the wrong way like don't do it for the gratitude mm. but Perhaps if you can get into a mental state, again, mental state, where you are doing it to see what happens and you're you're in it for the experience rather than for the outcome, then it will kind of manifest itself and it, you'll notice if it's working or not because people will be grateful to you or they won't. Like you, That's a nice byproduct of doing that experiment and then seeing what happens. I guarantee you it'll work. So, yeah, that's great. Think, that's yeah, what do you think about that? Like, how how would you cultivate if with the same question? What's your approach? Yeah, I think there's different layers here between cultivating gratitude uh, from an outward perspective and an inward perspective. Um, where I think you're outlining it is how do you create more gratitude in the world and for other people and that's like reciprocated back to you when you do good it feels good to make other people's lives better and to know that you are um that someone appreciates you then there's the inverse of that where you do have an increase in well-being from viscerally experiencing the appreciation of something outside of you and so you would be the person appreciating and I think that starts with 
creating a list, maybe it's mental, maybe it's not. I think another way to say it is just becoming aware of the things that you can be grateful for. I think a lot of people take things for granted and it's not necessarily because they're wanting to, it's just they haven't taken the time to really assess their life and everything that makes up their life to turn it into what it is and to create the reality that they experience. So if you really put your life under the microscope and see all the different facets and components, you'll start to realize that there's so much that makes your life that could just not be there and therefore your life would be different. And so there's a significance to those things that you start to notice um, because without them, things would change. So it's just like broadening that awareness, I think is the first step because to make that list, to make it properly, you really need to expand what you're looking at, I think. So you can start with, oh, I have, a, and maybe this is true for some people, not for others, obviously, but you can start with, I have a really great job. I'm financially secure. I have a great family. I have people who love me. But there's also really like foundational things to everyday experiences that you might not think about. And I think we'll go down this route a little bit later too when it comes to just rituals. I have gratitude rituals in my life and especially some like tips for the season right now. But when you think about the Wi-Fi in your home or the fact that you have running water or electricity. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, but those are all products of this time. Most humans in civilization, you know, history never had ruddy water or hot showers. And some people don't right now in some countries. And so those are some of the things that you can also take for granted. And so just becoming grateful for those. But then there's like even more foundational parts of life that you can drill into deeper. And that is the fact that you can be aware that you have hot water and a hot shower at all. The fact that you can even practice gratitude comes from hey. your consciousness. <laughs> yeah. And I take a cold shower every morning. So like <laughs> I forgot what that was like. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, treat yourself this Thanksgiving and be grateful. Yeah, right. That's all I want to do with Thanksgiving is take a hot shower. <laughs> yes. Um, but being aware of that, right? Um, there's so much that goes on internally from a physical perspective that allows you to be healthy and to be aware, to be able to go and walk and you know, put your foot over and get into the shower and to be able to stand there. And, you know, some people can't even do that. So just like thinking through all the different layers of life in your reality, how do you become aware of those and really acknowledge them? I think it's like a yeah. major step. For sure. You, you put something really strong into my mind there because you're talking about in the beginning, the awareness of the things that you already have. I think from my personal experience, you have to, you have these so many slots of brain space and awareness that, and you have to unslot the want for more of some mm. sector somewhere to slot in the awareness that you already have something beautiful there. And it's literally yes. like a one-to-one -one comparison. I would say like you slot out that you really want a bigger house or you really want a house period, or you want a car or whatever it is. And then you put in, okay, I, I have a bicycle or I have legs. Like it just keeps going out. Right. right. But you have to stop trying to focus so much on the want and start to put in the things that you have. It's it's you pick which one you want to focus on, which one you want to be more aware of. And I think everything yes. pairs one one with that. Thank you for um, bringing that point up. I think that 
brings me to like my broader point here and the reason I love talking about gratitude in the first place and why it's made a big impact on my life is that I think in I think largely to what you're speaking to as well when it comes to mindset is overall gratitude and increasing gratitude increases well-being and it increases happiness. And Mm -hmm. I think that comes from closing that divide to to become happier, to have well-being. I think there's two ways you can go about it. You can acquire the things you want or you can want what you already have and I think that's where that is kind of like where that process is unfolding and how you described it. So mm-hmm. when you can flip that, you become more grateful and it's, that is the practice of gratitude. And therefore you're going to be a bit, you're going to be happier to dial down on why I think that's the case more so is because everything, the practice of gratitude is actually going through an experience, you know, going through this experience that you are consciously aware of something that you have. Again, it starts with awareness. And uh, then it's acknowledging the significance of that thing in your life and what it would be like to not have it. Therefore, you're spending time to notice these things. And uh, this doesn't have to be so conscious, I think, over time. But the more you actually are aware of and notice and appreciate in your life, the more of your life you're spending noticing the things that make your life great. Therefore, you're spending more time thinking about positive things. And that's how you make that transition from being a glass half empty person to a glass half full person. Mm-hmm. Team optimism. Let's go, Gregory. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I also just, I'm going to drop an Eastern philosophy truth bomb here. Um, there's a, a proverb which either came from India or China. I can't remember because I just read it recently in a book and I didn't pay enough attention to the details. But the takeaway was um, basically if you want to be happy uh, in 10 years, right, then you like you focus on money. If you want to be happy in like a week from now, you focus on uh, something a little bit more close to earth, such as like being able to eat and then if you want to focus on being if you want to be happy today then you do something nice for someone there's like some there's like seven steps in the proverb again butchering but the point is like it it leans from hedonism all the way over to uh i guess you could say like self-sacrifice for the sake of humanity or others and yeah that's also the same scale of being happy every day and today to maybe being happy like 10 years from now, but not happy up until that point. So like how hedonistic versus how helpful and useful do you want to be to other people? That's the same scale as how long until you want to be happy. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I yeah. really like that because then when you're aware of that, you can start to play around with it and you can start to put your attention in the places that you want to optimize for happiness within a particular time frame. I feel mm-hmm. like this, I feel like I realized something like this, maybe not in those words, it probably in the past year, where I realized that if you want to, you know, the saying seize the day, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that is really geared at the con, really like leaning into like capitalism and just 
taking on, like seize the day as in, I, I, I viewed it at least from how do I get the most out of the day? How do I extract it all and milk it for everything it's worth? And, in, in, <laughs> and the reason you do that is so you can have a better tomorrow. Like you seize the opportunity, whether that's your, you show up for your job and you just, you're, you know, you know, you're an A-class performer and you're just seizing that up, you know, from an entrepreneurial perspective, it feels like kind of like you're, you know, grinding it out. That's how I always envisioned it. But then I made a switch to seizing the moments and that's a much shorter time scale. And yeah, so right. you optimize for seizing the moment, which is ever fleeting. We have a great podcast about that, about, about that, by the way. So feel free to go check out that episode about presence. But when you do that, uh, you, you're, you're putting your attention on those more smaller foundational things. Like you're saying, like I'm able to eat right now, or I'm able to walk or whatever's occurring right in that moment. And, um, yeah, it, I think it just increases your baseline appreciation and overall well-being by doing that. I want to chat gratitude rituals and give people tips for increasing their gratitude. Um, and I'm curious if you have any that you do regularly, if you've explored some, or maybe there's ones that you might be interested in. I don't know exactly how to frame it, but I think we've talked a little bit about gratitude, why it's important. But what, how can we make this as practical as possible? I think everybody wants to become more grateful and have a more, you know, be able to think more optimistically and see the glass half full. And we've talked about creating a list, becoming aware, but gratitude really is a practice. You had something you have to cultivate over time and it gets easier over time, I think. So what are some of the things that you have deployed in your life to increase your gratitude? Cool. I like it. Practical tips, practical takeaways. I started writing down three things I was grateful for every morning in this notebook, along with some other free notes that I would have when I'd wake up, which were really crazy and wild. <laughs> and <laughs> that that was good and useful, but sometimes it just felt like emotion after a while. Mm. It didn't feel as if I was really leaning into it too hard. And I learned about this reimagining of gratefulness happening between two people. And I started doing that. I started remembering moments and trying to like focus in when those moments happened from that time forward so that I could recall them when I needed to. And I felt a lot deeper. I, I connected with that more immediately. So I started doing that instead. But outside of the realm of trying to do it like a ritualistic meditation, uh, I think every day now when I want something, if I'm able to, I become aware that I'm doing that mental state. And then I try to focus on something that I want to experience right now that I have here. So rather than just thinking like superficially, oh, I'm grateful that I have legs, which is great. But yeah. I would rather go out and experience that somehow. Or I would rather use something mm -hmm. if I want, if whatever, if I wanted a new computer for some reason, which I don't, but if I did want one, I would like, go to the computer I have and just think like, how amazing is it? Like 10 years ago, this computer would have been insane. <laughs> yeah. I remember <laughs> like how slow and tedious everything used to be. Right. And so there's something you can experience. So rather than just like thinking about it, if when something comes up that, that I want, I go experience something in a similar realm and enjoy that. I, and then that's worked for me. What about you? Yeah. I really love that. Leaning into experience 
as opposed to just keeping it as a mental exercise. Obviously, not every situation you can just jump into the experience, but life's all about living. So actually like leaning into it is the best policy, I think. That was a great one. Um, I have similar ones. So I have done the whole like every morning I would wake up and write something that I'm grateful for. I did one thing instead of three things. Um, but after a while, probably <laughs> like you, like you, um, it just felt like I was forcing myself to just come up with something new. And I didn't know if I, like, I, it wasn't as visceral and heavy of an emotion as when I like originally it. started the practice, because it felt like I just had to check the box for the day yeah. as opposed to it coming from within. And mm-hmm. so I think every now and then I... Like, I think there's still value in it, but it's not a daily, like, oh, I have to do it. It's when I'm feeling particularly inspired and grateful, I will make a note to write down what I'm grateful for. And and then I, I like to go back to when I have a de- bad day and I need a reminder, like, that is my list, right? And so going back and reviewing that list and realizing all the things that I have again and what i was so grateful for that I spent 30 minutes writing about it. Like that's a huge thing. And so it helps get you back into those mental states and you can experience mm-hmm. those experiences all over again. Outside of that, I like going outside and really thinking about what can you be thankful for. So mm-hmm. I like to think, be thankful for and appreciate, notice the things that are in my environments and, you know, whether it's a sunny day I'm thankful for the sun and I'm thankful for the trees around me that allow me to breathe. And I'm thankful for the birds and the music that they produce when I'm on my morning run and how the air feels, especially as it's like getting down into like the fifties and sixties is like perfect running weather to me. And so noticing those, but even on a rainy day, I'm thankful for the rain and how it feels on my skin and how that like nourishes the plants. Right. And so I try to like lean in to whatever the environment is and notice it and say thank you to it and for being a part of it. I would say that's a big one. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that, I like that a lot. I I appreciate, I think about nature now differently because you're so appreciative of nature. I feel like when, when I'm around you, you're like, let's go out in nature. Let's get in nature. And that's how I think about that when I'm inside too long. I'm like, I think Gregory would appreciate going outside (laughs) right now. Um, what about the worms? Do you appreciate the worms? Because there, there's over a million worms for each human on the earth. Did you know that? I, I did not know that. How do you know that? <laughs> live in the ocean because I'm a nerd and I just consume <laughs> facts and knowledge every yeah, day all day. I love it. Um, no, I did it, but I am super appreciative of that now that I do. Expanded my awareness. Let's go. <laughs> Let's and, go team worm. <laughs> um. And then, and then another part of that, just to tie to what you said, is the fact that I'm able to walk around and experience my environment in the first place, like feeling my legs and the physical, the physicality of the experience as well is really meaningful to me. Um, I did have one that I wanted to chat through, especially because of Thanksgiving, and that is mm-hmm. being grateful when you're eating and saying thank you to all of the people that made it possible for that piece of food to be on your plate and for you to be able to put it in your mouth and depending on what you're eating it could have just been like one person maybe you grew it in your garden um, but you can at least thank the sun for providing the energy and so forth right um but i like gearing it towards other people 
people that have just as complex lives of lives as you that are doing their jobs every single day to help produce something that you can put on your, your plate. I love sweet potatoes, so I'm going to use the sweet potatoes as an example. Um, also, because it is a pretty popular Thanksgiving choice. There's several layers to sweet potato production, and one is just harvesting and the farmers thanking everybody that's spending time in the fields, and maybe they're doing it with machines or not, but there are people behind that process that actually allow these sweet potatoes to grow. Somebody and just taking a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just taking a moment to say thank you to the farmers and then thank you to everybody that's like picking those up, processing them, and then transporting them sometimes across the country or across the world, depending on what type of food it is. And then you have your local grocers and they're receiving that, you know, you know, maybe it's a teenager stocking the shelves. Uh, maybe it's the person that owns the place. Maybe it's a local, you know, market or something that's a bit more of like a box store, but there are people that are getting it there and making sure it's quality. At least they should be, you know, most of the time. Um, sometimes you find some duds in the pile, but for the most part, they're doing that. And you find the one that you want to eat. And then you yourself have to have the capacity to pick it up. And you should thank yourself for finding it and for taking it and choosing it. And then deciding <laughs> to cook it. <laughs> like, let's take this it all the way here. <laughs> borderline Borderline super hippie. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it is. But I think it's a great practice, at least to do on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because you, you start to realize how many people, and that's just one sweet potato, right? Think about all the things that are on your plate, especially um, more complex things. There's so many people that went into that food you're putting in your mouth. So just taking a moment to notice that I think can help because most people, you know, and mo most people in the course of human history did not have that that ability to just go to the store pick something up and cook it so it's pretty amazing that we can do that yeah you know that's actually a really fun topic i like that you brought this up because i remember in the past well i don't remember in the past i've read about in the past when people right. used to cultivate their own food and you would always be part of the process of gathering the food yourself Ooh. And there was a deeper connection and that appreciation didn't have to be a thought experiment because it was literally your everyday yes. existence. And so <laughs> I think that would have been, maybe that's why the holiday existed in the first place. Although there's a lot of controversy about Thanksgiving, which we won't get into, but um, for whatever, whatever reason you want to think about Thanksgiving, like we can just be grateful to be alive and eat food, I guess. Uh, yeah. Forget about where the holiday comes from. And if we could cultivate all of our food ourselves, I think we would really appreciate that process. But it's great to do the thought experiment if you're not able to or don't do that because yeah, who knows how many steps are in there. That goes for everything you use and gets a lot more complicated the more yeah. complicated the objects you own. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. It, it's going back to that experiential thing. Like this is the thought process, but maybe this year instead of going into the store and buying everything, like are there particular components of the meal that you're trying to eat that you could do from scratch at home? Like yes. go buy the yes. base materials and go through the process of actually producing something that's a bit more complex. It's probably too late at this point to just grow something for putting on the table. Maybe yeah, next year. But, <laughs> um, you know, go that whole way for the Thanksgiving meal. It could be like a really cool ritual to just like, really experientially appreciate everything that goes into making great food. Yeah, even that. If you're going to make a pumpkin pie, 
don't buy a puree from a can. I mean, the can lining is not going to be healthy for you in the first place. There's some other things that are questionable. <laughs> Go buy an organic baking pumpkin and then cut it in half, put it in the oven, roast it for, you know, 25, 30 minutes, make a puree in your blender, and then use that and it's going to taste better and you'll know it's healthy and you'll have a different experience with the food because you will have gone through and touched it and processed it. And you'll also get some beneficial microbes on your fingers. <laughs> I love your microbes. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, yeah. I think that is some great practical tips. Do you have anything else or you want to jump into the last bit that I want to do? Let's jump. Let's jump. All right. Deep I want to know <laughs> what are you most grateful for right now? It could be one thing. It could be three things, whatever comes to mind most most grateful i guess for one thing i'm grateful that i lived to the age i am because on average i would have died by now 100 years ago <laughs> or two I man probably longer than that probably now it's like 150 Go years yeah 200 years ago it would have been questionable if if i was on the deathbed of being an old man crazy um it is Another thing, I guess the biggest thing in life is the people around you. So being able to interact with the people that I like and love, that's what it's all about. Like there isn't really anything to be more grateful for than that. If those people disappeared, it's a really quick thought experiment. So everybody that you're close to in your life disappeared, you would feel meaningless. You would feel lost. And if you don't feel that way, you just don't understand it i think you like would have to go through it first to realize that mm. and that's part of being human absolutely so those are probably the two things that i made it this long and let's keep going let's like <laughs> yeah. quadruple let's go six times further than this but <laughs> yeah. however long but the other thing is that it's all kind of pointless and i'm glad not this it's meaningless Thanks without for... people yeah absolutely Thank you for sharing that. I would agree. What is this life if you're not experiencing it with other people? I think all meaning is in the relationships in this shared experience of it all. So I'm really glad you brought that up. To say something different, I'm particularly grateful for just being here and alive every day. I'm thankful for my heartbeats, my breaths my body being healthy. I've had, you know, a lot of health issues over the past few years. So continue every single day that I feel healthy and like another year around the sun where nothing major has occurred in my body. And I'm just super thankful for one being healthy, but also for my past self for making the healthy decisions and choices because there are moments that it's not That's always so easy. Right. So being thankful for who, who I have been, uh, and making hard decisions. And then and we got to throw the Snoop Dogg clip right there. <laughs> I want to thank me. We got to put it in there. I know we, we're going to do that. We're doing it. We're doing that. Um, and then I would say I'm thankful for um, you and what we're building here together and the opportunity to help so many people um, live, you know, healthier, more present, fulfilling lives um, through our product, through our content what like I do not take any of this for granted and I that's like a core foundation of this company 
making sure that we start with gratitude as often as we can. Um, so, and I want to thank the people that are listening to this, right? Thank you for giving us your time. Time is like so fleeting and every second, every moment matters. So thank you for spending these moments with us, with me. I really appreciate cool. it. Oh, that was awesome, Gregory. Thanks for that. I know I feel likewise, you were included in my bubble people, but that was, <laughs> that was implied. <laughs> I'm, I also feel like if you can work on something with other people that you're super passionate about and share that and then like spread the love of that to other people beyond that. And the fact that we're working on something that we feel so such a positive impact in our own lives that we want to help other people with. That's like, there's nothing better. That's the definition of fulfillment. Boom. Slap it on something. Let's go. Life for. <laughs> Woo. Uh, all right. Takeaway for me, go tell somebody in your life that you're thankful for them. Everybody loves being appreciated. You love being appreciated. So share that. Right. And you can be with somebody that is obvious, but I, suggest thinking a bit harder, becoming a bit more aware of somebody in your life that has impacted it in some meaningful way and go and telling them thank you for whatever role they played in your happiness and well-being. Awesome. Being vulnerable is hard, so get yeah. out of people. You can do it. Uh, I think I would rather have, not rather, I shouldn't say that. I think it would be cool if you made something for someone. For whatever reason, my my brain as a designer and crafter i just i get a lot of joy and fulfillment from telling people things but also more so from making something for them that i know like i'm super passionate about making in a way that i think they would appreciate it the most or that would be helpful for them so go make somebody something that could be like a card you just write a card you could draw a picture make a make a watercolor and mail it to somebody um you don't really know how appreciative people will be until you give it to them. And the best is like when you go give it to a 7-Eleven worker or somebody who's mm -hmm. just having a monotonous job or maybe like a stranger that you don't know. In Japan, it's so much fun to do that. People are like, <laughs> maybe it's more so because like you don't look, if you don't look right. Japanese, they're like so surprised that you would choose them to give them something. But like go to 7-Eleven and giving presents to people is like my favorite thing. They're just like, what, really? <laughs> it's like Christmas, but it's like a dumb little thing, right? It's great. So go do that. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Sincerely. I mean that. All right. Last but not least, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad...